welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the hockey world in general. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first box of Built Bars. To keep up with the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. You can also follow me at ENC McLaren. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, any other podcast app that you might use. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, particularly those of you who are using Apple Podcasts, it would be very much appreciated. Now on today's podcast, I have to address basically the biggest story going right now, which is the protests that have arisen in America, in Canada, even in Europe, over the death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police last Monday and the hockey world's reaction uh, there too, and also the Bruins' silence on the issue, which is very disheartening. Now, what happened last Monday is uh, George Floyd was believed to have used a counterfeit $20 bill to buy a pack of cigarettes at a store that he frequented quite often. Uh, He was familiar with the owner of the store, who was not there at the time, teenage employee, called police because he believed Uh, a counterfeit bill was being used. Uh, Mr. Floyd was arrested, eventually uh, put on the ground by police where uh, Officer Chauvin uh, knelt on his neck for close to nine minutes. After six minutes, Mr. Floyd became uh, unresponsive and uh, still Chauvin did not let up. Uh, In videos of the incident, This is when Mr. Floyd fell silent up until that point. He was saying repeatedly, I can't breathe, please. He was pleading for his mother. Um, uh, Another officer checked Floyd's pulse around the six-minute mark, could not find one, yet Chauvin remained on his neck. Uh, Finally, he removed his knee from Mr. Floyd's neck. He was put on a gurney, taken to hospital, and was pronounced dead an hour later. Um, Chauvin has since been charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter, and there have been uh, protests, riots, um, yes, looting uh, in the days that have followed as uh, people in the uh, black community respond to this grave injustice and... Uh, the sports world has slowly but surely uh, started to speak up and to um, acknowledge the injustice of racism and that uh, there are systemic changes that must be made. The NHL uh, released a statement on Sunday night, so that would be May 31st, saying as protests in both the United States and Canada in recent days have focused attention upon racial justice for the black community, the NHL stands with all those who are working to achieve a racially just society and against all those who perpetuate and uphold racism, 
hatred, bigotry, and violence. We share the sentiments expressed by our players and clubs in their calls for justice, and we encourage everyone to use their platforms and privilege for systemic change. In our own sport, we will continue to do better and work diligently towards culture change throughout hockey and endeavor to be mindful of our own shortcomings in the process. Uh, that's very interesting considering the NHL. Uh, certainly there are several shortcomings when it comes to hockey and issues of inclusion and race. We saw uh, Akeem Alou come out a couple weeks ago with his own story of racism in hockey. There was uh, very little said among his hockey uh, playing counterparts. Uh, thankfully, now some players are starting to come forward and make some uh, fairly strong statements. Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs, he tweeted on Sunday, As a Latino American, it is impossible for me to understand and fathom what others endure. My thoughts and prayers go out to all those who have lost loved ones and who have endured pain and suffering due to hateful racist attitudes and beliefs. The world must unite, not divide. We need to stand together in support of justice, love, and peace for all. We need change. His team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, came out with one of the best statements that I've seen from yeah, a team, in the hockey world at least. They said, All of our collective hearts were broken as we watched the senseless murder of George Floyd, as well as the pain and frustration displayed in protests that followed across the globe. Together, we need to do more, not only to speak out against racism when we witness it, but commit ourselves to anti-racist efforts in the long run to ensure its defeat once and for all. Change is needed, and as leaders in our sport and community, the Toronto Maple Leafs are deeply committed to doing our part to help eradicate all forms of bigotry and racism. Now, uh, the Washington Capitals blog, Russian Machine Never Breaks, uh, Brennan Weiswarda, she has compiled some of the statements uh, posted by uh, hockey players. I particularly liked... Um, Kyle Turris of the Nashville Predators, he said, I'm going to listen and educate myself. This is a we problem. This is about human rights. We need to make the world a better place. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Uh, Logan Couture of the San Jose Sharks, he was one of the first to say something. Uh, he wrote the following on Twitter. I don't know how to properly write this message. First of all, I applaud... Uh, Evander, that would be teammate Evander Kane, for speaking the truth. Racism exists in society. It also exists in hockey. That's a fact. Growing up in this game is a privilege. At times, I think most of us have been at fault for turning a blind eye when it comes to racism. It cannot continue. I've had the opportunity to, to play with some incredible teammates, black, white, all colors. Getting to listen to them talk about things they have gone through in hockey life is eye-opening. As a society and as hockey players, we are only scraping the surface in fixing what desperately needs fixing. Thanks to Akeem Alou and Evander for speaking so loudly about this issue. We all need to learn. We need to love each other regardless of skin color. I also really liked um, what Anze Kopitar of the um, Los Angeles Kings said. He said, I'll never understand what it is like to be black in America. What I do know is that it's time to be better and do better. It is our responsibility to advocate for justice and equality and to condemn racism and prejudice of all forms. We cannot stay silent. 
we must work towards a better future. Former Bruins forward Blake Wheeler, who plays for the Winnipeg Jets, he's from Minneapolis, where, of course, the George Floyd uh, killing took place. And he said um, a very great um, thing on Twitter as well. He said, I've wanted to say something for a while, but it's been really difficult knowing what to say. My hometown is burning. Businesses where I grew up are being boarded up. America is not okay. Growing up outside of Minneapolis, I always felt sheltered from racism. That's because I was. Most people I grew up with looked like me. I never had to be scared when I stopped at a traffic light or saw the police in public. My kids will never know that fear either. I'm heartbroken that we still treat people this way. We need to stand with the black community and fundamentally change how the leadership in this country has dealt with racism. I'm sorry it has taken this long, but I'm hopeful that we can change this now. George Floyd's life mattered. Ahmaud Arbery's life mattered. So did every other life that has been lost by the senseless violence and racism. There's a f- several other players who have made statements. The only one that I've seen uh, from the Bruins came from uh, Captain Zdeno Chara. And even that was just a repost of uh, a New Balance ad that uh, he you know, copied and shared because he's a New Balance client. The statement read, Today we're finding a voice to advocate on issues about which we cannot be silent. No one should live with the fear and perpetual injustice faced daily by communities of color across the United States and around the world. We stand with our entire roster of athletes, ambassadors, and all of our global associates in demanding justice for the wrongful death of George Floyd and for too many others. We're asking that our partners and community engage with not just words, but peaceful action. To start, join us in supporting the petition for justice for George Floyd. You know, it's it's a pretty good statement. It's a pretty good release. Um, but again, it's uh, just a copy of a New Balance uh, post. And I would have liked to have seen uh, Chara maybe speak a bit more from the heart. The Bruins themselves, as of 10 a.m. here on Monday, June 1st, there has been uh, no post from them about uh, George Floyd, about uh, the protests that were happening even in Boston, about uh, condemnation of racism. And that to me is very disappointing. Um, You know, the Bruins have typically been silent or reluctant to share anything about these issues, uh, which is very disappointing to me as a fan and should be disappointing to all of us. Uh, you know, the NHL has been a leader in the uh, push to return to play amid a global pandemic. I'd love to see hockey instead be a leader in regards to uh, these kind of issues and speaking out on behalf of their fans, their fellow citizens, and uh, hockey players in the community that have been oppressed to be quite honest, um, and kept out of the game as a result of the color of their skin. Um, So I do hope the Bruins do release a statement soon. I will certainly share it on the Locked On Boston Bruins Twitter account if and when that occurs. But again, as of 10 a.m. here on Monday, uh, there's been nothing from the Bruins, only this uh, new balance post from Zdeno Chara. And that to me is very disturbing, very disappointing, 
and I hope to see that change at some point soon. Making a statement against racism is literally the easiest thing that anyone can do in 2020. It's beyond time for this to change, and uh, it would be great if our favorite sports teams were on the forefront of this uh, fight, seeing as though they have such uh, a wide reach, and quite simply, it's the right thing to do. Now let's talk for a moment here about Built Bar. I received my first box of Built Bars a few weeks ago, and it was a godsend during this time of social distancing while I'm working from home. I like to have some good healthy snacks on hand, and Built Bar fit that bill to a T. Uh, they're a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They come in 16 amazing flavors, covered in 100% chocolate, soft, easy to chew, and straight up delicious. They're also healthy. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now, use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that's use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order at BuiltBar.com. It is well worth it. Trust me. Now, the Bruins' lack of response here is particularly disappointing considering their history of having the first black player in the NHL play for their team. I'm going to read now from Brian McFarland's original six, which I have uh, read from a bit in the past as we've taken some look back at Bruins' history. And this is what McFarland writes. They called him the Jackie Robinson of hockey when the Boston Bruins called him up on January 18, 1958. He was Willie O'Ree, the first black player in the NHL, a fleet left winger from Fredericton, New Brunswick. O'Ree was given a chance that was denied another black player a few years earlier. A Toronto youth, Herb Carnegie, should have been an NHLer. Everyone said so, but the Rangers refused to bring Carnegie to New York, and Toronto owner Con Smythe once told him, Herb, I'd sign you in a minute if I could turn you white. So Willie O'Ree, not Carnegie, is remembered as the first black player to crack an NHL lineup. O'Ree was born in Fredericton in 1935. He began skating at the age of three. In junior hockey, playing for the Kitchener-Waterloo Canucks, he was struck in the face by a puck and lost 95% of his vision in one eye. He turned pro in 1956-57 with the minor league Quebec Aces, signing for $3,500. He neglected to tell his employers he was legally blind. O'Ree's first stint with the Bruins amounted to a mere two games, a home-and-home -home series with Montreal in January 1958. He recalls, We beat the Habs at the Forum 3-0, and back in Boston the following night, they beat us 6-2. That was it. My two-game trial. By Monday, I was back in Quebec City playing for the Aces, coached by Punch Imlac. I waited three and a half years before Boston called again. During the 1960-61 season, O'Ree was back with the Bruins, this time for 43 games. He scored four goals and added 10 assists. The major difference between the NHL and the Quebec League was the number of racial slurs hurled at him by fans and other players. One night in Chicago, he struck a Blackhawk over the head with his stick, and a dozen fans sitting nearby threatened to lynch him. It started with Eric Nesterenko, gave me a butt end, right in the face. 
I spit out a couple of teeth and then nailed him over the head with my stick. The referee threw both of us out of the game, but I needed police protection to get to the Boston dressing room. The Chicago fans were livid. They were ready to murder me. They were mean to me in places like Detroit and New York, too, but never in Boston. I'll never forget how my teammates there, men like Johnny Busick, Doug Moans, Charlie Burns, and Dog McKenney, took care of me. They accepted me totally. All of them had class. What did the first black player in the NHL earn? Not much. O'Ree recalls signing with the Bruins for an annual salary of $3,500, precisely his salary in Quebec, plus the promise of a $200 bonus if he scored 20 goals. And his best memory of the big league? That's easy, he said. I scored the winning goal against the Canadians on January 1st, 1961, New Year's Day. I'll never forget the reception I got from the Boston fans when that puck went in. The ovation lasted more than two minutes, a well-earned salute to the first black player to score a goal in the NHL. At the time, it appeared that Willie was on his way. Milt Schmidt called him one of the fastest skaters in the league. Lynn Patrick took him aside after that season. Go home and have a good summer, kid. We'll see you in training camp. A few weeks later, a reporter called, Willie, what do you think about the deal? Deal? What deal? You've been sold to Montreal. Oh no, thought Willie. Montreal is loaded with wingers. I'll never make that team. And he never did. He was a minor league star for years and won the Western Hockey League scoring cr- crown twice. Excuse me. To this day, a lot of people don't realize I played for 20 seasons while blind in one eye. On January 17, 1998, during ceremonies at the NHL All-Star Game, the NHL honored Willie O'Ree for his pioneering efforts and named him Director of Youth Hockey Development for the NHL USA Hockey Diversity Task Force. He now travels all over North America helping kids from various backgrounds with their hockey skills and other life skills. Of course, since then, that was written in the late 1990s, and uh, Willie O'Ree has since been inducted as a builder into the Hockey Hall of Fame. That happened in 2018. He was awarded the Order of Canada in 2008, which is the highest civilian award for a Canadian citizen, honored as a pioneer of hockey and dedicated youth mentor in Canada uh, at the two... 2016 Stanley Cup Finals, San Jose uh, winger Joel Ward was preparing to play against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he told ESPN that O'Ree was one of his inspirations to play pro hockey, and he should have his number retired across the NHL, just like Jackie Robinson in baseball. In a very special moment, uh, John Grizzlick, who's the father of Bruins defenseman Matt Grizzlick, He was a longtime member of the Boston Garden and TD Garden Bull Gang, which is a team of arena personnel that assist with changeovers for different events at each facility. And John Grizzlick had saved an original number 22 Bruins jersey worn by O'Ree from 1960-61 when O'Ree last played as a Bruin. Both Grizzlicks personally presented the jersey to O'Ree to honor him for his time with the Bruins and the NHL. About that same time, O'Ree received his vintage Bruins game sweater. Um, It became known that Madison Bowie, a then Washington Capitals rookie, 
of biracial ethnicity, had been taught by his black Canadian father about Ari's importance in the NHL, and he selected number 22 as his number with the Capitals to honor Ari's achievement. Uh, almost 10 months after receiving his original Bruins sweater from the Grizzlies, Ori attended the ceremonial dedication of a street hockey rink named in his honor in the Boston neighborhood of Alston, a part of his continuing legacy of his time with the Bruins. Uh, just recently in uh, May 27th, 2020, Ori was named to the Canada Sports Hall of Fame. The formal ceremony has been postponed to 2021 due to concerns over COVID-19. But, you know, Willie O'Ree, a great legacy in hockey and in Boston. And uh, again, I am disappointed in the Bruins for not stepping up yet and speaking out against racism in America in light of the George Floyd situation. And hopefully um, this is something that is rectified uh, very soon. I want to talk today also about rockauto.com, which is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can visit rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few Easy clicks delivered straight to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Honestly, I'm not really sure how to end this episode. It doesn't feel right to talk about actual hockey right now, seeing as there's none to talk about anyways. I thought about talking about maybe some of the uh, AHL guys that might make the Bruins expanded roster for the playoffs, uh, but uh, it does, yeah, it doesn't feel appropriate today uh, for sure. Whether or not you agree with me or not, that's fine, uh, but I do appreciate those who have taken the time to listen today. And hopefully the Bruins step up and actually say something meaningful at some point. It, it really takes zero effort to tweet something along the lines of racism is bad. I think um, it's hard to disagree with that. And if you do disagree with that, then uh, you probably are listening at this point anyway. So it doesn't really matter. I thought I'd share... Uh, something from Nick Foligno, the captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who I thought had a great statement uh, over the weekend. He wrote, I've thought a lot about what's going on and the, the past week and prayed about it. How we as humans have gotten to this point. The silence that has gone on for so long now is deafening. I will never pretend to understand your pain. However, I will promise to better myself and continue to listen and educate myself and my children so that this moment in time will be looked back on and remembered as when the world started to heal and come together. It starts with me because I believe what the great Mahatma Gandhi said, and that is, be the change you wish to see in the world. Uh, I very much respect this message from Nick Foligno and... Um, respect the fact that he came out and said that. And I hope we all will take that same mindset to um, 
yeah, just be the change that we want to see in the world and just continue to listen, to educate ourselves, to do better, and to amplify the voices of those who are oppressed in our society. And the number is way too high. Um, Felino was quote tweeting Anthony DeClaire, a former teammate, now current Ottawa Senator. He said, we all have a voice. Use it. Help create an environment where we can all be treated equally. No matter what your race, religion, or belief you may have, you should not stay silent about social inequality. Please spread the word. And that's what I encourage you all to do today, just to listen, to educate yourself, and to help spread the word and get the message out there. Uh, Justice for all, indeed. The best team tweet I've seen comes from the Washington Wizards of the NBA, a united statement from our players, and it reads this, We will no longer tolerate the assassination of people of color in this country. We will no longer accept the abuse of power from law enforcement. We will no longer accept ineffective government leaders who are tone deaf, lack compassion or respect for communities of color. We will no longer shut up and dribble. Uh, And again, all we need is for the Bruins to come out and say something about how they are against racism. It's the easiest thing to do in the world right now. And I hope that they are able to uh, step up and do that sometime today at the very least. Uh, With that said, I'm going to sign off for today. This has been the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. If you want to get in touch, you can tweet at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Tweet me at Ian C. McLaren or email at LockedOnBostonBruins at gmail.com. I hope you're all taking care of yourselves. If you need a mental break today, I highly suggest you just log off for a bit. Go for a walk. Uh, do take care of yourselves, continue to social distance as much as possible. And, uh, me, you know, I can't recommend enough just taking some time to, uh, watch a comedy on Netflix. I've been watching new girl community, just some things to uh, take my mind off the state of the world, uh, get outside with friends, family as safely as possible. And, uh, just continue to take care of yourselves. Uh, sorry for no, I'm not sorry for being a bit heavier today on the podcast. I think it's something that needed to be said, uh, needed to be highlighted, and we need to hold our favorite hockey team accountable to uh, just do the right thing. It really takes no effort um, to release some sort of statement, and and again, I hope that they're able to do that today at some point. I'll be back Wednesday with you know probably mailbag regular features, and again, I hope you're all. Uh, taking care of yourselves, and I would uh, recommend you go check out that Locked On NHL podcast for some more great content. And again, I do appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to the end and do take care of yourselves and each other. Uh, Yep, talk to you later, friends. Peace.